Welcome back, everybody, to In, In the, the Trenches. trenches. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That it's one was not as good. End, it did on my end, too. <laughs> one day we're going to get it right, everybody, I promise. It's okay. That's the fun of being in these trenches, you know? Hashtag, this is what happens when you live in separate states. I know. It's really sad. <laughs> it is so sad. But anyway, welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode. Woo-hoo, welcome back. We want to thank you for being here. We are about to record episode five. five. Wow. Um, <laughs> this is really exciting. Um, before we get started, we do just want to let you know about ways that you can keep up with us. Um, so you can follow us on Instagram at gals in the trenches. Tony and I post questions and polls and pictures and stories and experiences. All <laughs> um, sorts to- of fun stuff. Right. Um, to where you can get to know us and kind of keep up and get engaged. That's also where we answer your questions, DMs, get ideas of what you want to hear. So um, feel free to reach out to us, follow us on there, share our stories. We'd love to uh, interact with you there. Absolutely. And also please make sure that you subscribe, like, turn on notifications for our podcast. Um, it's both on Spotify and now Apple Podcasts. So make sure that you like and subscribe to that, please, as well. And once again, thank you for tuning in and uh, just supporting us. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Um, So before we get started, normally our next transition would be just a brief little check-in just to see how each other are going. But um, Tony and I are currently in the process of getting multiple text messages about this douchebag of a person on tiktok right now who started a live mind you it's 9 20 uh pacific standard time 10 20 mountain standard central yeah mountain standard Standard time and there is this man who does not look like a 10 out of 10 no offense who is posting on tiktok right now this image on his head as if he's playing the freaking head game and he's saying Mm. i'm only going to speak if you're my type and these women are begging to get on his live to be able to have a conversation with him and then there's people in the comments that are like why aren't you choosing me i want to be chosen also can we just talk about the fact that like the girl the couple girls that i've seen on here are way out of this dude's league like like you are not that cute and like women please like do not be going for these scrubs what did tlc say i don't want no scrubs why are we why are we entertaining these fucking dudes on tiktok like Mm. why are we doing that ladies what please yeah (laughs) i think even it was the cringiest so cringe and also like (laughs) i think the thing that makes me mad is like why are we begging to have this random ass stranger who you know nothing about like make a split second decision based on your profile picture on tiktok if he wants to have a fucking conversation with you he doesn't fucking know know you and also like he's gonna sit there and say you're not my type bro you're freaking country bumpkin ass is not my type like so get (laughs) out of here that's what I'm saying, get off your fucking high horse, bro. Calm down. Right. Ugh, I just 
some of the stuff men do on TikTok, literally, I wish you could see my face. I'm just sitting there like, what? Right. In the hell. (laughs) Right. Have you, what are your thoughts on the guys? And then we'll get back to topic, but this made me think of it. What are your thoughts on the guys who do all like the sexy food cooking things where it's like, they're trying to make you have an orgasm while they chop onions. I'm like, bro, have you literally seen the, like with the chicken? Yeah, like <laughs> they slap slice it. the chicken and then they like either slap it or they like rub their like fingers through. And I'm like, oh. I am so uncomfortable. Like, and it's all, <laughs> it's like certain stuff. Like certain stuff doesn't bother me. But like there was this, there's this one guy who cooks out in the wilderness and his food always looks fucking fire. But anyway, he always cooks out in the wilderness. And literally one time he fingered a fucking like chicken like i'm like he was like cutting out the middle to stuff it with something and he literally shoved his fingers in this chicken breast like he was fingering it and i was like okay you have gone too far oh like you have, i don't mind the little slap like the ha ha he he that's funny <laughs> you start like you're sir you, you are assaulting that chicken breast please stop <laughs> like oh it makes me so uncomfortable what are your thoughts on it what do you think like sometimes depending on the type of day and like uh, like <laughs> If I'm about to be on my period, I'm horny as hell. Or if I'm just like, you know, drunk in my bed, I'm like, wow, I wish a man would rub a chicken breast like this, like in front of me. But then also I'm like, you really are like making a living, like, like rubbing this chicken breast. Like it is my vagina. And like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, it's not like making spaghetti is not supposed to be sexy. Like not like this. I mean, it could but it's like not no <laughs> it could. we could have a little cute little lady in the tramp moment the two of us but that's what i'm saying like i need to be that's with not sexy that's like but like intimate but like they're guess, like making right. love to food and i'm like unless yeah, that's, that's a little me, way for me yeah that's a no and there's some guy. there are some guys where i'm like yes this fits like your whole aesthetic but then there's this one guy who is always in like plaid pajamas and doing it and i'm like I get uh-huh. it, bro. Like you're going for that stoner look. I get it. But like <laughs> I it's just so funny to me. That's why I love TikTok cuz you can be in so many different parts of the world and we will end up at the same video and right. have the same experiences and I just love TikTok. I have an unhealthy <laughs> addiction. This is not sponsored, by the way. No. Uh, Actually, our was, government's trying to get rid of TikTok apparently. I know. Again. I will cry. But Biden, don't you screw this up why don't you I fix other talk. things before you fuck i know up there are talk. so many more important things to talk about other right. than that like, i paid five dollars and 20 cents a gallon for gas today that's what also, we should fix first also literally that explosion shit that happened in ohio i mean the list can go on like there's right. so many more important things to worry about but god forbid tiktok tiktok right china's not <laughs> coming for us via tiktok chill the fuck out I know, oh, Jesus. Fine. Get over yourself. Anyway, <laughs> we're not a political <laughs> podcast, so we'll stop. <laughs> we'll take a step down. Um, anyways, now that we've talked about annoying ass people, Tony, uh, how are you? How's life? <laughs> I'm doing well. Um, you know, this this last week, well, not super eventful. I got more done on my tattoo sleeve. Yeah. Um, I don't have many in the trenches updates, but I do have a funny comment to make. Ooh, um, yeah. a guy that I used to work with with that fuzzies uh messaged me on snapchat and he actually listened to our podcast i guess i don't know how many episodes or anything i don't know but he was like i'd like to be a guest on your podcast <laughs> like he'd like to get mentioned on the podcast Ooh, for, for like what? for like hooking up <laughs> and i was like why you like why would you want that because like i don't know 
and he was I can't honestly remember what he said but it was it was funny and I gave him some balls for <laughs> like reaching out and he was a good sport about it so hey if you're here's listening your here's your mention <laughs> right but anyway yeah. that's that's all I got yeah hey fuzzy clearly you weren't that great because you haven't mentioned yet and you're not dating Tony so <laughs> Well, we never, we never hooked up. Oh, good. Okay. (laughs) Well, maybe you're great. Who knows? (laughs) Door is potentially open. Who knows? I don't know. Here's your invite. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully you have more juicy updates than I do. I am the worst. This is the driest trench, (laughs) right? It's the worst and also the driest over here. Party of one. I have no updates ever. It's well, because I'm over think, the dating world right now. That's why. Yeah, I do think we're kind of just over it. And then I also think like we just have a lot of our juicy stuff not to be shared right now. I think. I don't Correct. know. I don't know. I just was at dinner with a friend and she was like, oh, I like I'll get more single people to hook you up. But then I'm like, bitch, I am not trying to do all that. <gasps> like, Tell me why. I'm so sorry. This totally just reminded me of something. So my Nana, bless her heart plays this, this card game with a bunch of ladies once a month called caravan she's been doing it for i swear to god like 15 years with the same group of ladies so every once in a while they need subs and it's actually a really fun game so like i don't mind subbing every once in a while like whatever the ladies are always nice but you know it, they're my nana's age so they're older anyway there's this one woman and i i think the last time i saw her was literally last like january so freshly out of my relationship with new mexico yeah super and she was like asking me if i was single and whatever and i said yes but like i just got out of a relationship like i'm absolutely not looking so she tries to set me up with her son like she goes on and on and on about how great her son is and how smart her son is and blah 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 blah. and what did we say caitlin is one of my like biggest red flags mama's boys mama's boys (laughs) oh my gosh like don't get me wrong. You could be the best thing in the world. If your mom, who I have no idea who this woman is on a personal level, and she is like literally trying to set up an arranged marriage, that is the biggest ick to me. <laughs> and it's I feel so bad because it's not even this poor guy's fault. Like it's not right. his fault, but I'm immediately unattracted. I'm like, no. So that was, you know, a year ago at least. He messaged me on Facebook this week. How he found me, I have absolutely. A year no later? Idea. Yes. He literally sent me a message and he goes, hi, Antonia, like my mom, so-and-so plays caravan with your Nana and she uh, thought it would be a good idea for us to meet. Like, would you like to go get coffee um, or a beer sometime? And once again, not this guy's fault. He was nice. Like, it's not like he said anything inappropriate or wild. But I was just like, absolutely not. Because you know what? That screams to me. A crazy Mom. mother-in-law. Right. Hell no. I am not. No, 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 no. I, I just cannot tell you how big of an ick it was. And my poor papa, because my papa was the nerd in high school and like all that stuff. So he feels for like, you know, guys who struggle to get with girls or whatever. And he's like, it's not his fault. And I was like, I'm not saying it's his fault, but like, <laughs> ew. Also, we are adults. Like this right. kid, he's not even a kid. He's 29. He's older than me. And you have your mom vouching for you. No, well, not you, but like. I would have a serious conversation with my mom. I'd be like, mom, <laughs> you need to stop. This is embarrassing. Like, oh my gosh. Aww, so yeah. It could be so cute. Was it, it could cute? Be. Not my type. Oh. Not my type. No, not worth it. No, not my type. Not. It, but I you mean, know I'm his sure he's a nice sweet. guy. And she is sweet, but she's <laughs> way too much already. And like, I'm not even, it's just way That's ridiculous. A red I was like, absolutely. 
100 percent. that's a red flag for me personally there's just absolutely Same. no way if your mom's already this actively involved there's no way i want to keep doing no. this no thank you no thank you Oh, anyway, I'm sorry okay. I cut off your weekly update. No, you're fine. Um, I don't really have an update. I know last week I talked about volleyball invited me to his birthday party. Um, I ended up not going. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I I just like why? Well, I forgot I had a midterm on Saturday morning. So then by the time I got done with it, I was like, I kind of just want to like get hammered and chill. But I was <laughs> playing <laughs> honestly. Uh, right, but I was right. playing in a tournament on Sunday. So I was like, well, I don't want to be hungover. And it was also raining. So I was like, "Ugh, all the bars I want to go to are like outside. I don't want to deal with this. So I ended up going to my friend's house and we did like a paint and sip or paint. Yeah. Paint and sip night. Um, And we just like smoked a bunch and drank and uh, like fun. painted. But then I was like, should I go? Like what, what the hell? And my friend was like, how does this serve you? Like, I just feel like you're going to appease him and like, none of this has anything to do with what you want. And I was like, you're right. Like the only reason I would be going is to prove to him that I can make this not awkward, but I already know I can make this not awkward because I'm not the one making it awkward. He's the one making this awkward. So I reached out to him and I was like, Hey, sorry, I have a lot of things to do. And I had a midterm today and I'm just kind of exhausted. I won't be there. And he was like, okay, we'll miss you. And I never responded. And then I oh. saw, <laughs> yeah. Then I saw later that the only people there were all couples. And so it was like, oh my, like the people who would have been super awkward that I have a close relationship with were there plus another couple plus another couple and then him. So if I would have shown up, it would have been literally all couples. And I told Chanel, I was like, if I do go, you have to go with me. And she was like, it's okay. Like, I'll be more aggressive. So it looks like we're dating and like, he won't have room for that, which is normally how 100%. we do things, which is perfect. I can't so, tell you how many times I've pretended to be a lesbian with my friends. So a guy could leave me alone. We don't even tell like, you how many times we don't even have that. to pretend people just kind of like sometimes assume we're dating because we're so close. And one of us always looks like a lesbian like on Sunday it was me when we we went to the brewery after our volleyball game and I was wearing like a guy I used to sleep with I was wearing his pants uh a sweatshirt I hadn't sh I haven't washed my hair in like a week you're just looking more like masculine oh yeah of. and then she looked all cute her partner brought her like leggings and so we were at this brewery and I was like well I'm really glad I get to look like the masculine woman today as compared to <laughs> normally like I'm more femininely dressed it just yeah but yeah and then the only other thing was I did get back on Hinge just for fun one night. Oh, God. I don't even think I was drunk. And I was looking at some of these messages because I'm never on. So I always have a shit ton of like random messages. And this mm -hmm. man with very aggressive eyebrows sent me a message. It's <laughs> not the eyebrows. They you are. have bad eyebrows. I do not trust you as a person. Which I love a bushy brow personally for me, but like not for you, bro. This man who shall not be named... He doesn't know me, so I could say his name, but he says, goodness gracious, are you going to let me turn you into a trophy wife or are you more likely to ruin my life? First off, the fuck? I will probably ruin your life because of that comment. Second oh off, my God. a trophy wife? Are you kidding? Like, personally, and we talked about this last week, personally, like messages like this don't make me want to have a conversation with you. They make me want to... And mask they make you want to stab you. you in the eye with a fork. That's right. what it makes me want to do. I like, can't. Ugh. 
I don't even what? know how to respond to this. So I didn't. You I don't. Just, I screenshotted <laughs> it and sent it to you and was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, dude, I, I am disgusted. You will never like, and you know, what's scary to me. And once again, to each their own, but the fact that that works on some people, right. we just need to have conversations. Everybody wants different things in life and that's okay. And if you want to be a trophy wife, truly that's okay. But like, for a man to just openly say that to you, like, I'm just disgusted. Like, right. get the fuck out of here, bro. But I, I'm telling you, he probably said that to you because it's worked on someone right. before. Like, it's a learned behavior. Like, and that's that's mind boggling <laughs> to me. learned behavior. <laughs> Listen, I have to put my psych degree to use at some point. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah. So, yes, that- everybody, I'm a licensed professional. So just know all of my advice is coming from a professional. I'm just kidding. I just have a bachelor's degree. <laughs> no, we're taking we're taking that back so we don't get sued. We are not professionals. <laughs> yes, absolutely not professionals. Absolutely not. We're just here to offer our humble musings. Uh, (laughs) That's all. See, that's why we're a good pair because you always hit me with the law when I'm. (laughs) I gotta be in joke. Well, that's because I I have to remind people sometimes. Like, I can't give you advice on everything just because I know things doesn't mean it's it's counts. Yeah, (laughs) it's Jesus. Uh, but yeah we're kind of just like in these trenches but kind of taking a break which I appreciate but I do think I might try to get a little more aggressive in these trenches one to keep my life exciting you know interesting Uh, right it's getting boring right I also we have a barrister's ball coming up so maybe there will Mm -hmm. be someone I make out with while under the influence we'll see so I'm (laughs) really hoping for you yeah I'm really hoping (laughs) (laughs) stay tuned I'll let you know um all right you'll have to hear that update next week's episode well bear or whenever your ball is (laughs) after the ball everybody stay tuned (laughs) all right um well something else we did this week as in uh today before we recorded was um we put out a couple polls so we're gonna do some rapid fire polls and just uh i'm gonna ask the question i'm gonna tell you tony what the options were what the number one choice was and then i want to hear your thoughts on it you ready? I'm into it. Let's do it. This is like deal or no deal, except there's First no of all, prize. I'm obsessed with game shows like that. So sometimes <laughs> I binge them when I'm sad. I really? swear to God, I was watching this game called The Wall the other day for like four hours because I just enjoy trivia and game shows. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I don't like them because you don't actually get the payout that you should because of taxes. Sure. Anyways. Well, <laughs> capitalism. Okay. So <laughs> the, the first one was about cheating fun fun topic so the question is is cheating only physical acts with someone else flirting with someone on the side like a side of mashed potatoes or anything considered a pull i don't know why i said that anything considered a pull from your partner now three percent of folks said only physical acts with someone else 13 percent of people said Flirting with someone on the side. And 84% of people said anything considered a pull from your partner. We have over 32 votes. So, Tony, hearing the people, what is your response? I stand with the people. I think (laughs) anything that you would not do in front of your partner or, you know, you have to delete something so they won't Mm -hmm. see it. Like, anything that causes you to have some form of secrecy. And sneakiness is cheating to me. I agree. Yeah, personally. I agree. 
I think sometimes it gets hard. I don't know about you, but uh, something I struggle with is I'm a very naturally flirty personality. Same men, women, and I struggle with it a ton, but I've had partners and people I've been dating literally be like, Hey, like this makes me feel uncomfortable. And I've had to like check it, check myself and be like, I probably wouldn't see that as cheating, but like, this is definitely yeah. a conversation piece. We should see what you're comfortable with. Right. Work from there. Right. Well, and I definitely, I've always struggled with a flirty, flirty personality, especially when I was a bartender. I mean, mm. it, you know, unfortunately it's part of kind of the game. Right. I don't want to call it a game, but that's what it is. Like, no, but yeah. you know, I, you, you're a pretty girl, you flirt, you make money. That's how it goes. I'm trying to get my bag. You know what I mean? Like, and so that was definitely an issue uh, in both two of my serious relationships for sure. Yeah. So, and it was a hard adjustment to make because in my mind I was like, I'm just like working. Like I'm not going to like, cause I knew my intentions. Right. But right. they, I mean, I could completely understand where they were coming from, but it was a hard adjustment to make, but that's the thing is like, it's just respect out of your partner. And if something, if something like if your partner says something makes them uncomfortable, you should probably as their partner, just not do it. Right. Within a reason, obviously like, yeah. There's, yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of my standpoint on it. Yeah, I agree. I think the only other thing I'd add is sometimes like if you have friendships with um, members of the opposite sex, that sometimes can be intimidating too. And so just, I think having conversations around that is important. Like you probably shouldn't have sleepovers with those friends of the opposite sex. And you should probably like, just be smart about like things that you have conversations about, but communication is definitely key. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is, is just setting the boundary of expectations at at the beginning of the relationship you know what I mean and then that's I think that's key yeah I agree yeah love that okay good job viewers we were on your on your page okay (laughs) um number two a little more spicy uh we have sex on the first date question mark I realize that doesn't sound like a question but the question mark makes it a question uh 59 percent so 17 folks said it depends but why not and then uh, 41% said, nope, a date equals a future hubs. You know, I should have also put like slash partner because we have men and women answering. Um, and then the second part of the answer was no sugar yet. So most people said depends. Why not? Tony, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm also with them. Most like it depends. Like if, if the date goes really well and I'm feeling it and that's where we end up, then that's where we end up. Um. But I will say there have been very few times that I personally have gone on a first date and been like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking you tonight. Like that, <laughs> I, it normally doesn't happen. And it's it's mainly because I am a lunatic and I just don't trust people like that. And I'm like, you're the killer. I'm going to come to your house and you're going to murder me. Uh, that's mainly what stops <laughs> me. Not because I don't necessarily want to, but because right. I'm terrified you're going to kill me. So, yeah. but I say, hey, why not? If it, if that if the chemistry flows and that's where it goes, then hey, did get you on ya. Oh my gosh! Listen, I call me Doctor Seuss. <laughs> call me Doctor Seuss. Oh, I love that. Um, I'm a little. I have the unpopular opinion that like if I'm going on a date with you, I'm I have an intention of like wanting to be with you more serious. So my rules are kind of backwards. I will have a one night stand with you if I meet you at a bar or at at an event or something like more informal. If we like have scheduled a date and have called this a date and are 
um, like having drinks or supper or some type of in occasion to like, see if we want to move forward. I will not have sex with you because I want to remove the physicalness from the equation. Mm -hmm. And it's worked every single time. I think there was even one time I went on like a double date for a first date and he ended up staying the night because he got blacked out, which is you should red flag. Um, but I, I even told him, I was like, so if you stay over, like, we're not having sex, like I'm going to wear pajamas. You maybe can cuddle me, but like, we're not having sex because that just is my intention. But again, I'm also the person who will just like have a one night stand with a stranger. So it's like, it's super backwards logic. (laughs) Listen, whatever works for you, man, if it makes sense in your head, like whatever works for you, I, can I be also like, so dead ass? I have never ever just met someone out at a bar or randomly like that and hooked up with them i have never done that before really no uh, not once i unfortunately once. i have quite a bit uh not even unfortunate <laughs> i feel like i'm missing out <laughs> but once again i'm just paranoid i'm all the killer i can't well what's terrible is like most of my experiences that have happened like that i always bring them back to my house because i'd prefer to sleep in my house and that's and we reference in episode four about was it four or three which online dating our dating tips oh yeah four (laughs) okay episode four everybody if you haven't listened to it go listen to it we reference our dating 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 safety safety. tips which caitlin and i are both bad about that because i've done it too because it's just yeah. so much more comfortable in your house, man. I get Honestly. it, but God, it's dangerous. Ooh. Well, my first one night stand too is so bad because this man was driving a, a white van with no windows because he was in weed distribution. And I got Ooh. in his car and then we drove to my house. And like my friend who <laughs> my friend who was with us was like, Yeah, we thought that was problematic, but then it was fine. So yeah, anyways. Uh, we'll have a, we'll have a conversation one day about like one night stands. Cause I'll tell you all about it. It's, this I is why I stalk really Caitlin's good. location. Everybody <laughs> I'm constantly stalking this woman's location to make sure she's alive. Okay. And that's why. Oh God. Oh, God. Okay. Um, next, right, question. next question. Do you believe in soulmates? So 61% of people said, yes, my one true love is out there. You guys suck. And 39% <laughs> Must be nice. No. (laughs) 39% of people said no. Love is always popping up. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. But Tony, what are your thoughts? Mm. (laughs) I I personally think mm, yes and no. I believe that soulmates exist. Do I believe they're always romantic? No. Uh, Um, do I also I truly believe, and this may be completely against what the essence of soulmates means but like I think you can have multiple like mm-hmm. you know what I mean I call Shaylee my soulmate all the time she's my yeah. best friend I call her my soulmate you know what I mean but I do believe that I have a romantic person out there but I've also believe like I don't know man I I believe in multiple big loves I've had multiple mm-hmm. big loves I've loved multiple different people and they were all very real and very deep for me. Right. So I don't know if that necessarily constitutes as a soulmate, but I do believe that you could have that there are, are more than one person for everybody. I do yeah. believe that. Yeah. I would disagree with our viewers. Um, I was looking at who answered yes, and I'm like, all of y'all are fucking married. So are they married? I think that yeah. You suckers. Some of them are friends. And I'm like, you bitch. I'm sure they are. <laughs> of course you think your soulmates out there. 
Um, no, I just think, I think that's really sweet. If that's what you believe, I think that's so special and sweet. I think personally for me, I grew up with this concept that like your person is out there and it's like stupid fucking movies, like the little mermaid where you mm-hmm. give up your voice for the man of your dreams. And I just personally, I agree. My soulmate, like Chanel is my person. She understands me like no one else. Like we have such mm-hmm. a unique, like love, like for one another that I'm like, I feel like you're my version of a soulmate. But when I look at the people who I've loved, uh, like not like sexual partners that I've loved, I'm like, I just Mm -hmm. feel like we weren't soulmates, but like, I loved you for a period of time. And so I just don't believe if there are a hundred thousand million people in this world, there's no way in fuck that there's one person who's going to find their way to me, like this magical universe, because they were made for me. Like, I don't believe that's real, but really happy for those of you who do think that's real just could Caitlin be and I are just jaded <laughs> right cynical and jaded. Be gonna be me no uh, I mean I'm a hopeless ass romantic man I that's my thing is like I believe a little bit of both I do believe that there is someone out there for you but that doesn't mean they're the only one out there yeah, for you I like that you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah like that's I think it's the best of both worlds yeah all right um, our last poll for the evening was asking, mm, what question do you want to hear us, your host, answer? And the question that got the most votes by far, by 30%, was, what are the worst ways that we've been dumped? Oof, really just oh, God. throwing dirt over us while we're in the trenches. Um, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Right. Um, I've only been in one serious relationship and our breakup was, I think, pretty amicable. We had like a nice conversation about it. And then most of my situationships have I have either been like ghosting, like with uh oh, or um we've just said this isn't really working out. So I don't really have an answer. Um, what about you, Tums? <laughs> so I actually have a couple that pop into my head. Uh, Cause I have not had that same experience, um, but there's one in particular that pops into my head because it's so outrageous and ridiculous that I can just absolutely laugh about it now. Um, <laughs> so this was just a situationship. Um, I was talking to this coworker of mine at Fuzzies, and he's actually one of the two younger guys I've ever dated. <laughs> Man, he was kind of sick. So I was 22 and I believe he was 19. So like it was, it was a little bit. Not, he which, couldn't like, even buy you a drink. I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't sound like a big age gap, but it is. When you can't drink alcohol, that's a big yeah, age gap. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I let a 19 year old absolutely break my heart, which is the most embarrassing thing of my life. But <laughs> um, pretty much what happened was. And I should have known better. I was acting like such a goofy bitch because his ex-girlfriend also worked at Fuzzies. So I'm just dumb as hell. But anyway, so we started kind of like talking and he told me that he was not going to be sleeping with anyone again until marriage, which I was like, oh, a born again virgin. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing, but I was like, okay, like, that's fine. Whatever. I just liked him a lot. So I was like, it's okay. Well, whatever. (laughs) Obviously, that did not last. Uh, We ended up like sleeping together. Um. (laughs) So we were talking for like maybe a month or something. It wasn't anything serious, but like I liked him a lot. Like, you know me, Caitlin, I fall, I fall hard (laughs) fast. So anyway, I liked this kid a lot and he, I think he used me to try to get me as part of his fucking pyramid scheme. Uh, He like brought me to all these like (laughs) 
meeting <laughs> and yeah like a whole bunch of crazy shit about this pyramid scheme anyway that's how he got me so we were spending all this time together doing all that bullshit and I was like oh my god he's trying to like build my future like <laughs> dumb as hell. so then the day that I'm supposed to sign up for this like like really officially sign into this business or whatever the hell my old roommate uh John who also used to work at fuzzy so he knows all these people messaged me and he said hey aren't you talking to so-and-so and I was like yeah I am like why and he goes oh well his ex-girlfriend posted a picture of them on a date last night at dinner oh and I was God. like oh and okay. she also worked there right that's what you yes. said yeah. yes oh. she also worked there <laughs> I was like oh okay and mind you I had asked him before like I don't know maybe a week or two prior if he still had feelings for her like if there was any like possible way to get back together like like whatever right. I tried to have that conversation he assured me no 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 like nothing's going on whatever so anyway I get I don't say anything all day because I know I'm supposed to meet up with him later to sign up for this bullshit business or whatever so I <laughs> I get to this person's house who's like hosting this fucking meeting he's there and this motherfucker has hickeys all over his neck and he oh is just he is just acting like it is peachy keen and I like he we we never had a thing we never nothing and so I'm just like sitting there like waiting for the other people to leave so I can light his ass up and finally these people leave and I look at him and I was like are you back with so and so he looks me dead in my face with the biggest smile on his face he goes yeah yeah I am <laughs> and I was just like um hello like what the fuck uh, do you forget that we like just had sex like a couple days ago like do you forget that like what's happening so then he like you know I'm like telling him like I'm not fucking doing this it's like to better my future and I was like I don't fucking care like about this shit right now dude <laughs> so he walks me out to my car and I literally look at him and I'm like okay like what the hell happened like I thought we were a thing blah 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 so he's a super religious person um and that apparently was one of the problems in this relationship is that she wasn't, he is, blah, 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 which is a good thing that him and I did not work out anyway, because I'm not the most religious person. So right. it wouldn't have been, it would have been doomed anyway. But so he tells me, he's like, so we ended up just hanging out. Like she needed a friend or some shit. I don't know. To they ended up hanging your out. neck like a vampire. Right, right. So he's all, <laughs> we ended up hanging out just as friends and we went to Walmart, right? And we're, we're shopping in Walmart, just casually walking around, whatever. And then all of a sudden she gets a phone call from, I don't know who it was, her mom or something. And so she kind of wanders off on her phone call, talking to whoever. And she's looking at desserts, like she's picking out desserts. And he goes, all of a sudden, a light of, a beam of light just shines <laughs> down on her and I can't move. I swear to God, Caitlin, he's in saying the this Walmart. to my face. <laughs> in the Walmart. He's like, a beam of light shines down and I can't move. Everything in my body cannot move and i hear god tell me <laughs> that she is the one i'm sorry <laughs> what you're telling me that this bitch is the one because god <laughs> told you while she's picking out a fucking cannoli in the walmart not in even the walmart like <laughs> for god's sake i was like when i tell you i i i literally like dropped to my knees but not because I was sad but because I literally and not like on my knees but like I crouched down and I had my <laughs> hands like you know right in front of my face in like a praying position because it took every fiber of my being to not deck this fucking kid in the face because I was like are you absolutely shitting my face right now like is this real <laughs> he was so fucking for real 
it was the most real thing that I think has ever come out of his mouth. He was so <laughs> for real. And I was just like, that is the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard. And I think you're absolute piece of shit. But okay. Oh so anyway, that God. was the craziest way I got dumped because God told him that uh, the other girl was the one while she was picking out cannolis. <laughs> so apparently I know where I fucked up. God, I was just giving you some good sex, but apparently I should have <laughs> been picking out cannolis. Jesus Christ. <laughs> should have been in the dessert aisle at the Walmart. Apparently so. Oh my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it wasn't funny. When oh, it my happened. God. It was not funny in the moment. I called <laughs> Ashley hysterical, mainly because I was so embarrassed that I let this happen to myself. Oh I was like, how God. did I let this fucking child break my heart? But let me tell you that that thing was thanging. OK, so like I like think his, that's what happened. I was pain? blinded by. Yeah, I was blinded oh. by the pee. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, probably like top three best sex I've ever had in my life. By a 19-year-old. I was impressed. I was like, oh, my God. It's because <laughs> I, I was blinded. I was he blinded had by God's touch. He had God's touch. He's such a godly man. He's <laughs> such a godly man. That's so funny that he was like, yeah, God just showed up because, like, so I don't dead. think God wanted her to suck all the blood out of your neck and your face and then, like, take someone to a Ponzi scheme and be like, oh, yeah, sign up for this. Like, get all the cookies and protein and lose it was all in the, the twilight food. zone, man. It was, like, one oh, of the craziest. Oh, my gosh. So crazy. But anyway. So, that's yeah, that was, that's probably one of my, uh, the worst ways I've been dumped. Dang. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, Well, I don't love that for you, but I, I do think it's hilarious. So, I don't <laughs> fucking funny right now. back then it was probably not funny but now looking no. back I think it was for the better you know absolutely there, there are sex toys that can do what his 100 percent. 100 I am not worried okay I am not worried oh <laughs> gosh that's great oh my god I'm gonna murder my cat okay um all right so another question we had from our listeners that we kind of want to focus on for the second half of this episode is the obligation and or the duty these are all just thoughts and questions not our actual decision on what we think is correct um surrounding this concept of girl code so we had a listener reach out and ask if a girl is aware that her partners cheat or a person will make it gender neutral. If a person is aware that uh, someone is cheating and their partner is involved in some scandal situation, do you kind of have an obligation and a duty to tell the person who is the, well, I'll use the word victim of cheating. I don't know if that's an appropriate word, but do you have an obligation and a duty to tell that person? Um, would you, have you been in situations where, like you've had to make that decision. Um, it was kind of a longer question. So that's like the sparks note spark notes version of it. Um, but Tony, what are your thoughts on that? Hmm. So I think throughout my life, I've gone back and forth on this. Um, I have been cheated on a lot in past relationships, particularly one I was, it was, he was a serial cheater, cheated on me all the God dang time. And a lot of people knew and didn't tell me. But then on the other hand, people did tell me like so at other instances, like some people did tell me and I didn't believe them or I, you know, I took what they said. I didn't do anything with it. I stayed right. with him, like whatever. 
And I've also now, like, I've been on the other side. Like, I have known or, like, I got caught up or, like, some, like I found out someone had a girlfriend or, like, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I've gone back and forth because I'm like, mm, well, I'm not the one in a relationship with you. Like, I shouldn't have to be the one to tell you. But then I'm mm-hmm. also like, ooh, no, us women need to stick together. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just try to, like, move through life with treating people how I want to be treated. And so now I am a firm believer that you should I am a firm believer that you should and whatever because I believe in giving people choices to do what they want with the information they have yeah and you know my recent kind of situation with a military man you know woman came to me and told me what was up and if it wasn't for her lord knows the information that I would know and it's crazy and I think it takes a lot to tell someone that because you don't know how they're going to react you don't know if they're going to be crazy towards you you don't know if they're going to blame you or Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and and then there's that fear if if people are actually involved with this person like they know that they're in a relationship but they're still continuing they're scared that they're their partner something you know what I mean so like there's a lot of layers involved but I am to this day a firm believer because I would want to be told if someone knew something was going on I don't care how random you are like tell me 100% so I'll do the same thing so that's kind of my stance I absolutely think that you should tell someone if you know something's going on Hmm. what do you think Hmm. well before I answer (laughs) I will I have a follow-up question to your answer okay so you mentioned like your situation with military man and I know something that you and I talked about was like almost this um like ulterior motive that I think sometimes people have when sharing that information um Mm, like what are your thoughts on when people choose to tell and like what like do you think it's still appropriate or do you think it doesn't matter like what your intentions are with saying it just the fact that like that's the truth and someone deserves to know the truth so it doesn't matter what their motives were with that to be honest, I think it's the, the latter. Like, mm-hmm. I think it doesn't matter what their intentions were. Um, obviously, I think if you're going to make that claim, like, be prepared to come with receipts because you can't just right. say, oh, so-and-so cheated on you and you have you know, I have nothing to prove it. Like, that seems very fishy to me. And that seems right. kind of like, I don't know about that. But I don't care what your motives are. I don't care if you want us to break up so you can be with him. I don't care. I don't care what the motives are. I just have respect that you told me right that's that's and I also like you know given that military man situation like it had like she knew about me a lot sooner like it's not like she just found out about me and then she told me like she knew about Mm -hmm. me for a while and then came to tell me um and you know she apologized to me for that she's like I'm so sorry like I should have told you sooner and I was like dude don't even like it doesn't matter you told me like You know, and I just think that that is enough. And mm-hmm. some people may disagree, like she should have told me sooner, blah, blah, blah. But like the fact of the matter is that she did when she didn't owe me anything. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. But I think that's what that's what I like to keep in mind. But at the end of the day, I'm all about women supporting women. And if I see anyone's man doing anything shady, I'm telling your girl, <laughs> I'm telling right. your girl. And to be honest, 
nowadays, like if I, if I do get back on like the dating apps and stuff, if, if a dude slides into my either Snapchat anyway, like, cause I've had married men slide into my Snapchat, like whatever. I will literally be like, I am not fucking around. I will tell your wife, stop talking to me. Like mm-hmm. I am so at that point. Cause I'm so sick of it because so many people do it. And it's disgusting to me yeah. that I'm just so like, fuck around and find out that's where I'm at right now. Do not, <laughs> if you are in a relationship and or married, do not fucking slide into my DMS. Do not. Thank That's you your warning. for coming to my TED talk. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. So now what's your stance on that? <sighs> yeah. Um, I feel conflicted with this. I, I think I come to the table with similar perspective as you, like I was in a very long-term relationship where my partner was a cheating dick for the entire relationship, like literally four years, uh, of the relationship, which was the entire relationship. He was cheating on me all on off and on. I think what like I think about is the circumstances of our relationship where the person he was cheating with me or on me with um, was a teammate of mine. And so I think that takes like girl code to a whole nother level. Um, It's funny because like she used to make comments like, well, we weren't friends. So like I didn't do anything super wrong. And I'm like, you're correct. Like, I thought you were a whore this whole time. So like, uh, <laughs> you're right. Like technically, like, and you said it a couple moments ago, like another person doesn't owe you anything. The person that you're with owes you dignity, respect, honesty, Absolutely. like all of these other things. And that's what took me years to realize was like, I was pissed at this girl for forever, but I quickly forgave basketball. Not quickly. Yeah. Like I held it over his head forever, but like I was able to move forward with him sooner than I was able to move forward with her. And I think it was just because like, it just feels sleazy, like not, not necessarily the sense of girl code, but like when you know something's happening and you don't feel a need to say something, it feels gross and yucky. And like, like when other people, other girls on our team knew and didn't say things or like other guys who I'm good friends with knew and were like, well, that's not my place. And I think being in the office, too many guys right let that so shit many happen. of you guys know your Hell guy no. is being a sleazy dick and you're 100%. like not my not my mess to deal with which is like I commend you for that I think sometimes women are like way too involved in other people's bullshit I can agree with that but like also if you like a lot of these guys were really good friends with me so I was like oh fuck you because like you know I'm 100%. not doing this and now I could get like gonorrhea or some shit because this girl's 100%. a dirty bitch and also like- a sidebar <laughs> on that point is like I honestly like do not expect guys to come and tell the girl. I don't Mm -hmm. expect that. What I expect and what you should be doing if you see something going on and I just I know that my situation with high school, I know that they were not doing this shit. Like I know maybe they did for a while, but then he did it so much and my dumbass stayed with him. So I'm sure they stopped. But like call your friends out on their bullshit. Like I tell our married friends all the time, Ashley if you fucking went and cheated on Isaiah, I'm not going to say anything to him, but I'm going to call you out and grill your ass because I'm not going to stand by while you do some fucked up shit like that. Like that's not the type of friend I am. I believe in having friendships on calling people out on their bullshit. And I think men do not do that enough. Yeah. I have seen so many men just because they don't want to get involved. Right. And I like, but you cannot, that's why people don't suffer consequences is because they're, they Mm -hmm. are not held accountable for their actions and it creates shitty 
fucking people. Yeah. Hold your people accountable. You can still <laughs> love someone and be their friend and call them out on their bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where I'm conflicted too, is like being in the other position, like being the person who slept with someone who has a girlfriend, but like, like <laughs> that's a situation that happened to me this summer. I slept with someone. And then afterwards he told me like, I have a girlfriend and I love her and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, that's really shitty. And he and I were talking about it and he was like, well, should I tell her? And I was like, God, no. Like I, I literally was like, no, like you should not tell her because we're not going to sleep together again. And like, I don't think she needs to know that like you made a drunk mistake because I've been that girl that found out and like, you think you want to know. And then you find out right. and you're like, ah, oh, it fucking sucks. But like, if you're consistently doing things, I think, I think if you're consistently doing things and you know, you should have an obligation to, or not an obligation, yes. but like, you should just be a good person and tell because of like what you said, what, what would you want in that situation? And then I think like, you just have to weigh the options. Like, what do you know about this person? My big argument sometimes is like, I don't owe anybody anything. And like, you don't, but also like, if the roles were reversed, 100%. what would you want in this situation? And I think it's just hard because also what you said, like holding people accountable, especially people you love is really hard. People don't like to hear the hard truths because they don't like to be held accountable. And something I had a conversation with a friend about recently was like, you may think this is super harm harmless behavior, but like someone else is receiving this as like flirting or as a relationship and it's confusing. And like, as your friend, it's really difficult to watch. Yeah. And so I'm just going to tell you my piece. You don't have to receive it the way I want you to receive it, but at least I can like feel okay knowing that I held you accountable because I, Absolutely. that's what I would want you to do to me, like, or to my partner. Like if you saw my partner doing this, I would want you to say, Hey, this shit's not acceptable. And so I think I don't know. I think it's hard. I think it's confused. I don't know it. I, I don't mean, know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a hard place to be. Like it is. It's an uncomfortable situation to be in. It's a hard place to be in. And truly, at the end of the day, like you said, like I think a lot of people should weigh their pros and cons. Mm -hmm. But just for me personally, like like I said, I try to move through life treating people how I would want to be treated, and I would want to know. Period. Yeah. I want to know. And that just comes from years of being cheated on and right. like lied to. And you know what I mean? Like, that's where that comes from. Cause I'm all, ah, I need to know. <laughs> and right. once again, I just believe in giving people choices with the information. You know what I mean? Like just because you tell me this doesn't mean I'm going to react in the way that you might think, but at least I have the information to make my own choice. Right now. What about, so that's like for people that are our friends or people we don't know, what if it's a little bit more intimate? Like what if members of your family are involved in the same situation? Like, do you feel like that can be different? I feel like that makes it so much harder. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if my brother was cheating on his girlfriend, I would 100% call his ass out. And I'd be like, look, buddy, like you're bringing this girl around us all the time. Mm. She's coming to our family functions. She's going to be part of our family one day, supposedly. And you're out here like what an uncomfortable situation to put us in. Right. Like, how are we supposed to build a good relationship with this girl when there is no honesty in any relationship here? Like we're right. all lying to each other. That is a super uncomfortable place to be. So, yeah, I would do the same thing. I'm calling your ass out. <laughs> I am calling your ass out. Corbin, if you're listening to this, if you ever, I will kill you. <laughs> um, but like, seriously, like I, and once again, I just think like, 
it means so little, right? When I think strangers, you know, hold you accountable, like, oh my God, dude, like, why did you talk to me in that way? That's so fucked up. You can rub that off all easily. Like, oh, no, But like when someone you love and care about you is looking you dead in your soul and telling you you (laughs) fucked up, like this is not okay. That shit runs deep. And I just feel like it makes so much more of an impact than people think. And I just think it's so important to say it. Just say it. And like you said, whether or not they do something about it, at least I said my piece and I know that I'm trying to make you a better person and hold you accountable for this shit. Right. Would you ever... Um, like using Corbin in this example, all, but also people like Corbin is, uh, wonderful and would not be in this situation, <laughs> but yeah. like, let, let's so say like, hope. No, right. Kidding. We're coming <laughs> for you. Um, <laughs> would there ever be a situation where you feel like, like if he continued to do that, didn't listen to what you were saying, would you ever feel like it was appropriate for you to then go directly to his partner and be like, Hey, this is what's happening. I know he's my brother, but like, you are also someone I care about. So like, you need to know what's happening. Oh my God. That's a hard one. I think I would truly try to exhaust all options. And I would tell him, look, if you do not tell her, I will Mm. like, I think if it got to a point where I had to, because once again, I, if I was in a family, which I was, I was in a family with my high school relationship where they knew, mind you, that was a little different because I mean, no, (laughs) so like, I think it's, I don't know. And I mean, I even remember like crying to his mom, right. And being like, why didn't you tell me this? And she looked at me and she was like, honey, what am I supposed to do? That's my son. And I'm like, no, that's right. Yeah. I mean, like, but you're right. Like, I mean, shit, like he's your son. I'm just a high school girl. Like at that point, I thought it was different. But now like that we're adults, like there is no way that I would ever if my son, if my son was cheating on his girlfriend, like I would literally be like, dude, you either need to break up with this girl and or have a conversation with her like I don't know man that's a really hard fucking question I feel like I'm rambling I'm not even answering it no I'm stressed about no. it but like oh god <laughs> it it's made so me think hard this conversation has like brought up things I guess I didn't like realize before when I was writing our notes down but towards the end of my relationship with basketball one of the last people he cheated on me with was like one of his high school best friends in his family's home, like they all got hammered oh. and like slept in the house together. Like all, it was like a big group of them. And like his mom knew like, and it was funny because the first time we broke up and I told her he had been cheating, she was like, there's no way my son would oh, never. God. And I was like, okay, sure. Like you want to believe the best for your people. And that's totally fine. But like, I literally have proof. This girl literally took a shit in my bathroom and then told me that my partner was cheating on me. Oh yeah, that'll be an episode, not for today. <laughs> I'm sorry she disrespected you by taking a shit. She was a bold woman. What I hope hell? she's doing terrible in life, but <laughs> I wish you raging diarrhea <laughs> forever. <laughs> um, but the second person, like his family knew about it. His little sister had literally texted me about it. Mm. And it just was awkward because then it was like, I can't be like, I can't be mad at you because this is your family and like, this is awkward, but it just seems to me, it just seems uncomfortable because like you want to have like an authentic relationship with these people, but sometimes it's just like blood is thicker than water, regardless of how shitty the fucking blood is. I'm going to stand my ground and and just not care. 
See, and oh, man, I oh shit, sorry. Um, I feel you on that. I oh, God, and that's what makes it so hard, right? Is like you know, family is everything to me. I am so loyal to my family and I would die for every single one of them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think if it came to like that situation, I don't know if I would go to someone, but I would literally (laughs) fight tooth and nail for him to stop being shitty. Like I would be like, bro, like, please, like I'm begging you. Like, and I, you know, but yeah, I but like. I how do you support that relationship too? Like, how do you go to a wedding? Show up like, to your wedding to them. That's yeah. what I'm saying, man. I don't know. I mean, like you said, I you can't have. I don't think you can have a true, true, authentic relationship, right. which people deserve with their spouses' families. If that's something that they're after, like they deserve right. to have that. And that's man, that's such a hard place. Oh, yeah. because it's true. Know. Like like that could truly ruin your relationship with your you know, your brother. Oh, yeah. And since what we're the fake scenario we're talking about is with my brother, like I could totally ruin your relationship. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's so complicated, but so family, I think it, it becomes a little more complicated, but like if back to the original question, a hundred percent, if you know, some other girl's <laughs> man is fucking around, I really, really advocate that you need to say something. Yeah. I think like my moral of this topic is kind of just like, don't cheat on people I think like that's the biggest thing like because you put so many other people in an awkward situation and it's no one else's job to like bear the burden of your decisions Mm -hmm. and I just think like I used to ask my partner this all the time I'm like bro you know how much easier it is to like just break up with me to like sleep with other people and then I'm stupid enough we probably would have gotten back together but like (laughs) like it just doesn't make sense to me this concept of like, have your cake and eat it too, because someone is going to get hurt in the end. And it just absolutely doesn't seem worth it. And I just think, yes, I agree with Tony. Like, if you know, you should say something, but also like, it's not your job to be involved in people's bullshit all the time. So you just have to like weigh the pros and cons and yeah, family is hard. Family's hard, but also like hold your fucking people accountable. Like (laughs) hold people accountable. And if you tell us that you're cheating on your partner, we're not going to judge you because I don't know about telling I've cheated. I cheated on basketball at the end of our relationship. No, I just put that on the air. I've never told him that, but (laughs) (laughs) But, sorry if you're listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you're listening because now, you know, um, just kidding. I I mean, I'm, No, I'm not a saint either. I've I've cheated, but that's the difference. I felt like shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> so bad. Yeah. I felt horrible. I cried for weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't cry for weeks, but like he came over that next weekend, and I drunkenly told him, and then was like, "No, just kidding. That didn't happen." And then like we broke Bitch, up. Bitch, I'm raising the red flag over here. <laughs> what the hell? No, I literally, I was drunk and like was like, "This is why I cheated on you." And the next day, he was like, "We should oh. talk about this." <laughs> And I was like, I was just drunk, sweetie. I didn't. Drunk is kidding. Oh, (laughs) yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, we've done it too. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, like, and I'm not condoning it, obviously, but it is something that happens. And I think the biggest part is that truly mistakes happen, but mistakes happen once. Yeah, not if you do it again, it it becomes a conscious decision, and it's no longer a mistake. It is no longer a lapse of judgment. Right. It is none of those things. You're you're consciously choosing to do this. So that's like, if you make a mistake, learn from it. Right. Please. 
And I think also as we're getting older, just like understand that your actions have consequences. Absolutely. Not just for you, but like we're both quite out of our relationships. And I think these are things that still impact our ability to move forward. And like, you just have to be cautious. Like think of how your actions impact other people. Absolutely. And that's where I just keep saying like, truly we we've said it a lot on this podcast you don't owe anybody anything you don't Mm -hmm. but just keep that for certain times like there are certain situations that you don't but like treat people how you want to be treated it's so corny it's so cheesy but it's so true and that (laughs) is where I fall in the whole cheating scenario I really do if you don't want it to happen to you don't do it (laughs) Yeah. Karma's a bitch and she'll so come true. back around. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. We thank you for asking that question. It was a good question. Definitely had us duped and uh still I think has this little dupe. <laughs> I still don't but, feel confident on the family answer at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, gonna, I don't know. We'll think about it a little bit and get back to you on it. Oh, um, but yeah. So that concludes this week's episode, I think. I think yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. So something we're going to start to implement next week um, is we had another listener reach out and suggest that we do weekly forums where we ask you a question similar to kind of things that we talked about to get your input. So next week we're starting our episode with a hilarious horror Twitter story <laughs> that we are going to share with you about one of our listeners experience um, on a date turned into a one night stand. Um which is the funniest, most like I would have vomited everywhere story I've ever heard in my life. There's absolutely no way I would be uh, walking around this world anymore. Yeah, she's clearly much more gracious than we are. Better than me. (laughs) Um, uh, So we're going to be trying to do more things like that because I think it's really fun for us to be able to um, interact with you all in like an authentic way like that and hear your stories since we get to share some of our vulnerabilities. Um, and know that like anything we share, we will never use your name, never use any identifiers. Uh, I've gone through enough law school classes to know that's not <laughs> safe. So we will not be doing that, but definitely um, we want it to be a safe space for y'all to interact with us. We definitely love getting these questions and they're really good topics and questions. Yeah. So please feel <laughs> like, please keep them coming, interact on our socials yeah. and stay tuned for next week's episode. Yeah. As always, please follow us on Gals in the Trenches. Um, There you can connect with us in our DMs, watch our stories, like our posts, talk to us a little bit more, get to know us on a more personal level throughout the week instead of just on Friday mornings. Um, You can also tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time or 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, We'll be releasing episodes every Every Friday. Uh, so please make sure to click that alarm bell both on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to where you're notified when we post new episodes. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And in the meantime, until next time, stay out of these trenches because it's rough out here. <laughs> we love you. Love you.